think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. Hello. Welcome to Feature Creep, colon, built-in microwave, semicolon, shorts, or short snippets, or I'm not exactly sure what we're doing with this section, but um, section, whatever, this segment. Uh, but this is intended to be kind of a short factoid kind of brief discussion, stepping off point, or a little bit of inspiration. Um, basically, it's a way for Meg and I to give you something to listen to that's short and kind of a brief thought. It's not meant to be exhaustive on a particular topic. Um, and it's not necessarily meant to be a very rambling discussion, but um, we'll see how that goes. Um, it's barely a discussion because these many of these may be done individually um, because of the nature of where we are right now in, in life as far as um, Meg and I don't live together. So with the um, shelter-in-place orders and all of the COVID-19 problems going on, um, we're kind of talking about different things we can do that don't always in involve us being in the same room. Um, the remote sessions are still good. They're just a little more involved. So um, anyway, that's, I think you get the point. So uh, what I'm going to talk about today is something that I've spent a fair amount of time researching and looking into, and I'm just going to kind of kind of take a little snippet of that. I, um, in, over the last couple of years, I've been working on a couple different video games. I've worked on um, a few different projects that kind of involve play or things like that. And um, so today I'm going to talk a little bit briefly about what what does it even mean to play and more specifically, what is meaningful play? Before I do that, um, or in conjunction with doing that, I'm trying to kind of tie this to the idea of um, what what are video games and why they might be important or, you know, fuck that if you don't care if they're important or not, if you're already just kind of into playing them or whether, you know, whatever, however they feature in your life. Um, if you're interested in designing video games, I think this particular topic is something that's worth thinking about a little bit, um, even briefly. So, uh, what I mean by meaningful play. So, um, I'm going to read this little quote from this book. Um, this, uh, person wrote a book. So his name is Joe, uh, Johan Huizinga or Hosinga, Hoising, Hoisinga. Um, it's, uh, last name is H-U-I-Z-I-N-G-A. And he wrote a book called uh, Homo Ludens, and it's kind of a play on Homo sapiens, which basically translates as man, the player. Um, and I have not read the whole book, but he uh, talks a lot. He, he connects uh, play as a very critical component of humanity, um, possibly predating culture um, as something that's kind of very fundamental for us. And he links it to a lot of ideas about um, art, poetry, war, religion, um, other element, uh, like essential elements of our culture as human humans. Um, anyway, so this little snippet, he says, um, it meaning play is a significant function. That is to say, there is some sense to it in play. There is something at play, which transcends the immediate needs of life and imparts meaning to action. All play means something. And so, um, this is kind of his 
argument for play being meaningful and the re and there's value in meaningful play and um so i'm also looking at another book here uh by katie salen and eric zimmerman called rules of play game design fundamentals and this book is a um it's kind of written like a textbook it's it's pretty good. It's pretty thick. It's pretty dense. It's got a lot of discussion about game design and really much more about just um, the ideas around uh, thinking about video games. But to kind of stick to the, stick to the topic, so meaning and play are um, something that's very important to at least have thought a little bit about when you're designing a game because you're, uh, or I imagine, at least when I'm working on it, I'm looking to put put the game in context of um, the players who are trying to experience the game and they're trying to experience what I'm trying to convey. And so um, a meaningful play, I, I think also there's another good example of meaningful play that a lot of people can relate to. If you have ever had been around a couple of young dogs or um, even young cats do this as well, and some older cats do as well, but uh, particularly like young dogs and young cats, like there is, um, they have an inherent sense of play. Um, they play together. There are certain rules and rituals that they seem to observe, which seems to be kind of around, there's kind of a ritualistic sort of invitation to play. Um, if you've ever seen one dog kind of engage another dog in that way, where they oftentimes, um, approach and, do a very sort of dramatic demonstration of engagement with play. And um, oftentimes the rules of play are also fairly, um, fairly well understood, which is that, you know, you're not to, you don't bite, not well, you don't bite to harm, right? So um, you, you feign anger and aggression, but you're never actually angry or aggressive um, typically uh, when play is going well. And, um, and so it's kind of something that I think we can all kind of relate to is it's like, you know, it's, it's easier to look into the animal kingdom and look at animals and under kind of understand why they do that because they're exercising and, and exploring their own space as individuals and how they can move and interact and, um, and it's kind of practice. And so, uh, meaningful play can have lots of different meanings for different people and why, you know, why we want to engage with it or not engage with it can be, um, a wide range of reasons individually. Um, so to kind of stick to the idea of design and when we're creating a video game, um, it's good to put our concepts into context of meaningful play and thinking about how does this video game that we're attempting to create, um, how does it fit into the concept of meaningful play? Like what does it provide? What are we offering, um, what are we suggesting are the rules of play in this particular context if we're creating something? So if we look at a game that everyone probably is at least passingly familiar with, um, something like Pac-Man, it's one of the reasons I think that that game is so successful is that it's immediately obvious what is involved in the rules of play. Um, it does not take long for an observer to pretty quickly intuit what what is required of the player how the player accomplishes the goals that they're you know that are sort of suggested as goals in the game um, it's very easy to recognize the field of play it is this um, 
this grid or maze that the uh, the Pac-Man character can be moved through through you know manipulating the joystick. Um, there are uh, other pieces to be avoided. There are the ghosts that are oftentimes chasing you. There's um, elements on the board that change the dynamic of play. Like you grab a power dot, and now you're in the you know now you've reversed the role where it's now your job to chase the ghosts. Um, all of these things are fairly fairly simple, but all together create quite a complex experience that people have continued to enjoy to this day, which is you know astounding for um, such a such a very simple concept. Um, so, uh, understanding why that might be meaningful play is much more nuanced, right? Like that maybe means different things for different people. Um, there's, there's kind of the more basic kind of biological need of that kind of eye-hand coordination, um, using eye-hand coordination, right? So a lot of this is kind of about just like feeling what that feels like. And it's sometimes like, um, I think there maybe is some kind of biological need to, to get up and move around and to kind of um, flex your muscles, stretch your muscles, like stretch your mind, move your body, um, use the tools that you have in place. And so a game like Pac-Man provides a very particular set of um, rules and a field of play that one can do those things in a sort of uh, rewarding way. Um, and so that's kind of what I want to convey as an idea and something that if you're thinking about designing video games or you're just designing anything it's always a good idea to kind of think about um you know on a broader picture we're talking about engaging individuals with whatever creation we're creating or, or designing or, or art or whatever it is you're doing um i think that these kind of you can kind of broadly apply these things in that sense you can kind of think about how you're putting it in context if we talk as we've talked about in um some of our feature length podcasts about um consider the context which we recently did um those that's important you're kind of that's what i'm kind of getting at here is we're considering the context in a very particular way about um what it means to play what is meaningful play why that's important um so let's kind of think about that and let's get into like what does it mean um you know what are some kind of meaningful play examples or um why that's important so uh so for instance when you're thinking about designing this a, a video game or you're creating some game um it's important to uh understand like look at it and, and think about it and think okay is there something that's discernible as meaningful play here um in the example of of pac-man it's pretty quickly that i can discern what the rules are i can quickly see how um my interaction with it would have meaning to me like i you know whether it's just sort of the joy of being successful in that in that game space um so when you're looking at um the game that you're looking to design or the product or the the piece of art that you're designing what um what what avenues are there for an individual to find meaning in that activity or that interaction um so that's kind of one of the aspects of why meaningful play is important um there's also uh there's also kind of the problem of of this is very nebulous as an idea right like 
what does it mean? Like, there's difficulty in di- identifying meaning um, because it's very subjective. Um, you know, there are more obvious things like we can look at um, like a game of chess. You know, it's a two-player game typically unless you're playing against, uh, you know, a programmed artificial intelligence. But um, let's kind of stick to the classic chess. There, we could, one could grossly argue that, you know, the intellectual duel of two players and their, you know, their meeting of minds on the field of, of battle of, of this chessboard. And, um, but then, you know, you start to think like, well, what does it mean? That's not, you know, what does it all mean? I, I don't know. Um, but, but you can look at it and say, okay, well, I can relate to that. I can relate to, um, the competitiveness of it, the desire to, um, kind of, flex my abilities and kind of move through those motions and learn and interact with this other person over a game of chess. Um, that's meaningful and that's important. Um, we can look at other games. Um, you know, if we talk about sort of like old, older games, you know, childhood games, like games of tag and things like that, again, you know, where's the meaning in this? Like, does it mean anything? Well, um, there's joy in moving around and there's joy in this sort of, um, creating a sort of safe space to experience a wider range of emotions and feelings in the sense of, you know, um, playing a game of tag, there's sort of excitement involved. There's some adrenaline, there's some danger involved, but it's, it's, it's safer danger, right? I mean, you've kind of, you've agreed that we're not hurting each other. We're just playing tag and, and you're kind of artificially creating that environment so that you can experience a lot of these experiences without, the sort of disaster of life and death. And so, um, you know, being on the line, life and death being on the line. So, uh, those are that, you know, that's fairly understandable that that, that has some meaning as well. And so, um, I think I just want to kind of wrap this up as being something to think about when you're thinking about designing anything, whether it's art, whether it's, um, some product or you're creating web pages, um, think about what the meaning is. Think about how people interact with it. Think about that. You can think about it in terms of play. For me personally, oftentimes when I think of play, I think of sort of joy and pleasure. And so um, I try to think about those things in context of when I'm creating something, what is the play or the joy and the meaning and how do they meet and how does that engage with my, um, with the people who are interacting with the, with the particular creation that I'm creating. Anyway, um, hopefully this is kind of short and sweet and it was enjoyable. Um, by all means, email us, hit us up on Twitter, give us some feedback, let us know um, what you liked or didn't like. And um, hopefully we'll be putting these out on the regular and there'll be something to kind of keep you getting through. And uh, anyway, so wash your hands and um, stay safe and stay in, you know, stay sequestered and try to just kind of keep keep fighting the good fight. All right. Thanks. Bye.